0: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And of course, this is your opportunity to learn directly from what the top producers are doing across the country to really get a jump on their competition in this new market surge. So this is gonna be your opportunity to learn specifically what other top producing agents are doing across the country to overcome fear. Now, overcoming fear is one of the biggest challenges all of us have, not in just the real estate business, but virtually everything else. So when you really get down to what fear truly is and how you can wrap your mind around how to, frankly, make it so that it no longer is an obstacle to you on a day-to-day basis, well, that really does change the course of your entire life. So the second, uh, this is the second of our two-part uh, series on live a, uh, li- I'm sorry, live a Fear-Free Life, Five Steps to Overcoming Your Fears. And today, we're actually going to get to those five steps. But before we do, I want to make a couple of announcements. And these are the same announcements as I had yesterday, and they're still worth reannouncing. So thank you, number one, for making us the industry's number one uh, real estate radio show. I really appreciate that. We started out the year by having um, the goal of having 50,000 listers. We exceeded that goal. And it looks like we're on track to actually double again over the next six months. So I want to really uh, thank all of you for making that possible. And forgive me if you can't tell I have a bit of a cold. And number two, an announcement of our book club. Now, the book club is basically um, on request of all of you. You guys were asking us what books you should be reading, what books we're reading. And um, you know what truth is, is I Actually, review a lot of my. Uh, I read the same books uh, every year. A lot of the same books that I read are ones that have given me um, a lot of inspiration for decades. And, and the one that we're reading, the one, the first book for our book club, is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And um, I'm going to make it easy on you. I'm going to make it so none of you actually have an excuse not to join the book club because I'm going to give you the book for free. So here's all you have to do: go ahead and click the link that's in the show description. And when you do, um, you'll see a download a free copy of Think and Grow Rich Real Estate Edition. Not only am I going to give you the book for free, because our upst- updated Real Estate Edition is actually sold out on Amazon. So now I'm going to give you that book for free, but I'm also going to give you um, our business plan. Now, this is a business plan that is designed specifically for real estate. It's the perfect business plan for all of you to use any time of year. And uh, frankly... This is a business plan, it's, it's actually it's, it's big, I'm not going to lie to you, it's big. It's like 90 pages and there's, there's lots of um, descriptions, there's lots of details, there's lots of everything that you need to know in order to really build a business plan, not just about your short-term goals, but also about your long-term goals. And these, this business plan covers the five categories of life. This business plan covers really every aspect hi Julie, that you need to have in your business. So julie we we're just talking about all the bits and pieces that are part of the real estate yes. treasure map and the business plan and yeah so guys here's the thing we're giving all that to you for free that's our way of saying thank you for helping us accomplish our goal this year um, and we want you to participate in being um one of our book club members so again the book we're going to be talking about periodically for the next month or so is thinking rich by uh, think and grow rich by napoleon hill this is the same book that we've been selling on amazon for a while for 20 or $30, bucks, we are going to give it to you uh, for free. And all you've got to do is click on that link and download it. So, Julie, we're going to pick up right where we left off yesterday mm-hmm. in talking about overcoming fear. So, first of all, welcome to today's radio show. Any interesting stories to share uh, from your coaching schedule?
1: <laughs> yes, a quick great story, which is I am coaching someone who is a serious fireman in uh, north of Detroit. He had a 96-hour marathon shift, which I'm trying to imagine what that had to have been like. And came to his call saying, well, I didn't quite get as much done as I wanted to, but I want you to know that I made two expired calls and I set two appointments. Wow. So I really can't complain about that, can I? Okay, so the point is that why was that? Number one, he made the effort to do it. Number two, he probably doesn't have a ton of competition right now. And number three, he used a script when he did it. So that should be all of you guys. Maybe not all of you doing expireds, although that's always a good category, especially right now, but past clients. Center of Influence certainly your lead follow-up. The the agents who have been at work, even if they haven't been really full-time full-time. I mean, keep in mind he had a 96-hour fireman shift in there, so I don't know about you, but that qualifies as another job yep. to most people, right? So he probably spent I don't know maybe an hour total on that whole project of expireds, and and now he's got two listing appointments. So his goal. Between Christmas and New Year's is to set six more listing appointments before it's 2015, which I thought was fantastic.
0: Well, Julia, this is kind of a compliment to you. I've been receiving a lot of great feedback about the recorded um, calls, of your coaching calls with your th- uh, with three of your clients, Gail Harris oh, and I for her, yeah, Christine so, Fine, yeah. Christine Fine. So, guys, um, a lot of you listen and read and pay attention to Inman News features. We do as well. Um, so Inman asked Julie to contribute as far as their new coaching series that they're doing. And so we sent them three audios of actual coaching calls. They weren't edited. They're just straight up you know, recordings of an actual coaching call. And so Inman listened to all three, and then they decided, you know, obviously, what bits and pieces from the calls to recite in the articles. Well, the actual full-length calls, the actual half-hour calls, are on, I believe, they're on um, TimAndJulieHarris.com. If not, they're on our radio show replay, but they're out there. Yeah, and you can actually listen to real, honest-to-God coaching calls for those of you who are on the fence wanting to know what it's like to have a coach. Uh, and the, and those calls are all different because they're all basically – Right. Yeah. They're all realtors, exactly, different variety, realtors at different varying degrees in their careers and experience and all that good stuff. But the feedback I've been getting on those mm-hmm. replays are people like, you know, wow, I didn't realize that's what a coaching call was. I right. thought it was just basically, you know, holding me accountable. I didn't realize that you guys actually – help me go deeper in overcoming my fears, which leads me back to today's topic, yes. which is overcoming your fears. So as promised, we wrote down five specific things, and we'll probably give you maybe six and seven, depending on the time, of things that you can be putting in place immediately to overcome your fears. And remember yesterday, not to recap too much, but there's two, in essence, there's two kinds of fears. There's real honest to God fear, the kind of fear all of us are hardwired to in order to avoid you know, life-threatening you know, things like a pterodactyl eating you or something like that, right? So there's that kind of fear. But then there's the fear that most of us truly experience in our lives, which feels the same as real fear, but it's not. It's psychological fear or what we call ego-based fear. Those ego, ego-based fears are the fears that hold you back from actually um, hitting your goals, from actually picking up the phone, from actually, you know, actually, Julie, this runs me full circle. Ron, in case mm-hmm. you're listening today, I'm not going to use your last name, but one of my coaching clients mm-hmm. was citing your... Um, coaching call that he listened to with Gail, and Gail had not been um, prospecting or trying to call expires for as long as Ron had, and Ron listened to that coaching call, and he asked me this question. He said, so I listened to that call with Gail, and you know, sure, she's a bright, talented gal, and, yeah, but I don't really see that she has necessarily any advantages or disadvantages that I don't have, and yet she's actually picking up the phone on a regular basis and clearly getting results, and that inspired him to do the same thing. So, the moral of the story here, guys, is there are specific psychological things that you can be doing to help you overcome these fears so you can actually get into action. Because ego based fears are all made up fears, they're not real. And oftentimes, those ego based fears, um, we didn't choose them for ourselves, they were assigned to us. So, you basically got the fear or the, you know, essentially it manifested in yourself from somebody else. I know that's a little obtuse for some of you, but most of you get the concept of what I'm sharing with you. Like, for example, you know, Just for the sake of staying on the topic of over-the-phone prospecting, not that that's the only thing we coach you guys to do, but that's the thing that gives most agents the most fear and anxiety. And since this call today is about overcoming your fears, let's talk about that. So where did your actual fears about um, calling, say, for example, a for-sale-by-owner come, uh, come from? It probably came from other agents. It probably came from other agents poisoning your mindset and leading you to believe that all for-sale-by-owners eat their young. I mean, right, right. Julie? Right, You Absolutely. hear that a lot.
1: It's either that, they've been tainted by other agents who almost always are good at listing for sale by owners and just don't want <laughs> you to know about it. We used to call that the secret society of Fizbo loving agents. That's right. <laughs> um, or it is based on the agent's limited experience. They door knocked one, they might have hit the jackpot, the for sale by owner, the unrepresented seller had a bad Monday and you hit the jackpot. So You have deemed based on one experience of a total of three minutes that all for sale by owners are difficult. So it's either agents tainting their mindset and creating the fear on purpose, or it's based on the agent's limited experience themselves. So I always tell agents like that, you know, you're not really at this point qualified to make a judgment call on something that you really don't have any experience on. so that that goes towards the whole fear thing, right? Well,
0: real estate coaches, we're business coaches. So our primary objective is obviously to make you guys the best real estate agents you possibly can be, you know, that's our primary focus. But if you think about it, virtually everything that we're going to share with you and ever have shared with you as personal clients or on the radio show, it's scalable to other aspects of your life. It's not just, okay, well, this is good information for the sake of making more money. You know, this is good information for the sake of having a better life. So... With that in mind, let's get to point point number one of ways that you can overcome your fears. Ms. Julie? All
1: right, perfect. So how to overcome your fear. Number one, know the difference between real fear and ego-based fear. So become aware of what you're actually feeling. What triggered that physical and mental or emotional response, known as fear, in your mind? And make the distinction between that kind of fear or anxiety you're feeling. Is it for real is there something that's really about to eat your lunch or is this just manufactured in your mind? So know the difference. Number two, recognize fear in its other guise or its other disguise known as worry. This is the twin sister of fear. While it might seem a little more socially acceptable, it's entirely ego-based. So it's not any less toxic. Worry and fear are just as dangerous. Julia, go ahead. Let me
0: jump in there, sure, because yeah. this is really worth mentioning. Um, oftentimes, all of us are wrought with fear, health fears, financial fears. Um, and so, full disclosure, I there was from time to time, I will start manifesting in myself little fears of something. You can pick whatever it is. it is; doesn't really matter. You know, it just little spikes of fear. And for the longest time, you know, I'm in my early 40s, but for the longest time, probably until I was like really truthfully in my maybe early to mid-30s, did I start realizing that, those, that that even though I couldn't control, and Julie touched on this, I couldn't control that initial spike of fear. What I didn't realize at the time, but I do realize that now, is that I can control what comes after that. So the, the thing to keep in mind is generally speaking, we will all have more fearful thoughts Thoughts about health, thoughts about finance, thoughts about all those types of things when we're experiencing other anxiety. And the root of that fear, if you guys really want to drill down on this, is your subconscious mind, uh, your ego mind telling you that you can't handle it. Now, I want you to think about that. The last time, maybe it's now, uh, you're, we're feeling a spike in fear and anxiety in general. And there's no particular reason. Remember, this is ego-based fear right? This is, there's not a Tyrannosaurus Rex looking for you to eat you, okay? So this is ego-based fear. And let's say it's ego-based fear that's causing you to feel anxious about fill in the blank. You know, I don't want to assign you guys any fears, but all of us experience this. It's, it's normal. It's part of being human. Well, you don't know where that fear came from or what manifests it, but chances are you have a spike in those types of um, anxious moments when you are in a stressful, well, obviously when you're in a stressful time of your life, but when you're actually uh, have a lot of responsibility, so maybe it's a responsibility of family, maybe it's a responsibility of business, maybe it's a responsibility of you're trying to solve a financial problem for yourself. Some of you guys are paying debt off, some of you guys are paying taxes off, you know some of you guys are on the other end of the spectrum and you're saving for a Ferrari. I have several clients that are saving for you know Ferraris, which you know wherever it is, but we can manifest these little spikes in in fear uh, and th- that fear then starts to become little seeds of uh, Self doubt. That is all based back on the same exact thing. So if you find yourself on WebMD too often, <laughs> hmm. early warning sign. Early warning sign. If you find yourself, um, you know, thinking there's something wrong with you, uh, it's probably your ego-based fear getting out of control because your ca- because essentially it's it's trying to say, hey, listen, Bob, no, no, don't try that. No, Bob, don't try to earn more money. Don't try to do this. Oh, you can't handle it. It's all this little you know, self-defeating uh, talk that goes on in our heads. Whatever you do, don't chase that rabbit down the hole. Don't try to figure out where that thought came from. Don't try to analyze it. Don't try to Dr. fill yourself. The reality of it is, is we all have those thoughts. We all have those fears. It's not actually known. Julie and I have read about this and talked to people about this. It's not actually known why we have these occasional negative thoughts that pop into our head. There's different people that have different philosophies and theories on it, but the reality of it is is all of us suffer from it. Um, But the challenge is is be someone that is aware of the thought and doesn't allow the thought to fester. Don't germinate the seed. Don't allow this don't fertilize it with more thoughts. And then what you'll find is it doesn't necessarily happen in an instant. But when you're able to uh, realize that you can not just – you can't stop the thought from showing up in your head, but you can stop what comes after as a result of that thought. You can actually see the thought, see it for what it is, realize it's random, and don't chase it down the rabbit hole. Don't start trying to um, build, uh, like, belief behind it. Don't start thinking, well, just because you just heard some horrible report on TV about Ebola – as I wipe my nose, that the, the cold you have is Ebola, okay?'t <laughs> don't, don't allow that to manifest in your in your head, and um, when you realize that, you can head it off to the past, then all of a sudden, you're going to find you have a much uh freer feeling life. You're not experiencing stress because you now can be, you're in the very beginning stages of controlling the psychological fear, Julie.
1: Perfect. So number three on how to overcome it is to pay attention to the mental noise that typically begins with the word my. So ego fear and worry both concern themselves with the stuff that happened in quote my life or maybe didn't happen, should have happened, shouldn't have happened and so forth, making it all about you. It concerns itself with my future, what might happen, what should happen, what couldn't happen, all of these things that get you spinning on the word my my may make you feel empowered in the moment but eventually my becomes isolating it cuts you off from the collective spirit of support abundance and generosity yet this is how most people live their lives almost continually so when the word my arises in your mind that's an early warning sign that's a cue for you to take a moment and listen to the surrounding statement is it charged with ego fear and worry and tim i don't know about you but i do hear this on coaching calls all the time I would do this, but my experiences, my this one time when I did this, my's and wa- and eyes are very indicative of someone who's not focused on being of service to others.
0: Well, so, Julie, you're going full circle on that, how to head those off of the path. Mm-hmm. Those my, eyes, those self-directed, ego-based thoughts that lead to fears and doubts. Mm-hmm. You know, again, going back to Ron, again, I'm sorry to use you as an example, and I hope you're listening, but to go back to Ron's uh, call today, Hey, he, you know, listened to your interview or your radio, sh- listen to me, he listened coaching to your call. coaching call, thank you, uh, and he listened to yesterday's radio show, and he actually put two and two together, mm-hmm. after I told him for the better part of a year, that basically mm-hmm. all of his fears were uh, essentially rooted in uh, psychological fear, in other words, in ego, and he's finally able now to see how he's allowed that to manifest in his life. You know, he's not building his business at the rate that he thought he would, he's allowing these self doubts to become, you know, actual manifest in reality in terms of failure and little aspects of his life. And I think he's really going to turn the corner now that he's putting all these pieces together. But guys, this these, these psychological fears, they're all choices. That's the thing you guys got to accept is your choosing, especially after you listen to this radio show, especially if you're one of our coaching students, you know, if you're working with Julie or myself or any of our coaches and we review this information with you, after you have this in your head, if you choose to continue uh, to allow psychological er, ego-based fears to run wild in your mind, it is your choice. So, uh, you know, think about that. It is your choice to allow yourself to still feel that way and live that way? Once you accept the word choice, once you realize that it's a choice, it's not just something that's uh, been imposed upon you. It's not something that you can, uh, you know, it is something you can change. Your whole world view and your whole world outlook on vir- virtually everything and what you're capable of doing does truly change. If you look at, um, Julie and I read biographies and autobiographies and we just consume, you know, that type of thing constantly. And one of the things that you'll see uh, constantly is that anyone who's ever achieved anything in life has gone through the same exact process that we're describing uh, for you guys. And I would venture a guess that the vast majority of you have been on this path before um, and understand what we're trying to help you with and are probably, we're not really showing you anything new we're just reminding you of something that you've always felt intuitively so jules what's the next point
1: point number four is to observe your thoughts of fear and your physical reactions to them here's the key to overcoming fears don't fight them why because you're not going to win but don't punish yourself either thinking that you'll never rid yourself of fear instead observe your fear in the east this exercise is known as the witnessing presence When you observe or witness the conversations in your own head, as well as the emotional reactions to those conversations, you put a distance between you, the real you, and the you who is upset, the ego self, by observing. So this distance creates a space of peace, or what Zen Buddhists call the space of no mind. As you make this your spiritual practice, the space will widen and your state of mind will increasingly relax your fears will disappear too. So Tim, in real estate, oftentimes this just means taking a breath before you react to that voicemail another agent left you, taking a breath before you try and get somebody to reduce their price because you know that's going to be a tough conversation, slowing yourself down, saying, why do I feel nervous or fearful? Take a breath, observe what's happening, realize that that's not the real you, that's just, that's the business you. Put some space between it and then you can deal with what's happening. So, actually, observe your thoughts of fear and physical reactions to them. What are your thoughts on that, Tim? Well,
0: that's basically it. When you can feel the initial pang of uh, fear as it manifests in, inside of you, and you can see it, and then you can observe how you feel, you become the observer of the action of the actual uh, fear entering into you, and then you observe how you were about to react. In other words, you're starting to feel that fight or flight thing kick in. Guys, literally the first time you see that and feel that happening in your inside of you, at that very point, at that very moment, um, you've really transcended the ego. And that is a magical moment. When you actually, for the first time, when you actually uh, have something ca- that would have before caused you a great deal of anxiety and fear, and you see it manifesting and you observe the feelings festering, and then you make the decision, how do I actually want to react to this? Is this real? Or is this basically just psychological ego-based fear? And of course it is. And then you decide not to react the way that you essentially were about to react. You don't actually succumb to your ego-based fears reaction. At that point, you are uh, transcended of the fear thing inside of you. And you now can decide from here forward, for the rest of your life. And really, guys, it only takes it to really happen once. If you have this happen once, and I'll give you another, for example, and and this isn't necessarily the same, it's in the same realm, but not in the same bucket as overcoming fear. In real estate, there's always... Uh, we're always run across realtors that just sort of grind us. You know? Maybe it's our lack of versatility. Maybe it's their egos clashing with our egos. Maybe it's just their lack of professionalism. Maybe it's when we really feel like we need to protect our clients, but the other realtors are just um, – you guys have all had those situations. You know what I'm talking about, right? So when you run a – think of a realtor right now, or anybody, but I mean it's, you know, for the sake of this coaching call, think, think of a realtor right now that grinds you or has in the past or you just can't stand for some particular reason. Do you feel the feeling of uh, anxiety um, of almost – it's not the same exact feeling of fear, but it kind of comes from the same place. Do you feel that welling up inside of you, somebody that gives you anxiety, somebody that kind of grinds you, makes your teeth itch, right? So the interesting thing is, is the feeling you're feeling right now is ego. That is the very essence of an ego-based psychological fear. Whereas before, what would have happened? You would have reacted to it. You would have, be, you would have allowed your ego-based fear to essentially drive it, you know, hop in the driver's seat and start steering and shifting the car. And your behavior would have been not really truly been in your control. It would have been in control of your ego, your thoughts, what you would have done. A lot of us slide down these slippery slopes, and they can last for years. We don't realize that we're spending money. We're doing things in our businesses out of ego. We're buying ads, we're buying billboards that don't really generate business. Why? Because we're feeling fearful or we're feeling competitive in an ego way with somebody else if just for no other reason than their ego is feeling competitive with ours. You see, the whole thing is really, guys, at the root of all this is truly ego. So the same as with fear, when you're around that person that makes your teeth itch, and you might have this happen over the weekend. That's great. You know, over next week, over next month, just remember this when you're around that person that for some reason that person and you just don't quite click and you kind of want to, you know, punch them in the head, look for that feeling. And then what I want you to do is I want you to look at it almost like you're taking the feeling out and you're putting it in your hands and you're tossing it around like a ball and you're looking at that. That is your ego. Now what I want you to do is I want you to let it go because you're not going to react to it anymore. You're now going to be in control of what happens next. You're now going to be the decider of your own destiny. You're going to be the one that decides the results that you're going to get. When you can understand this and when you can, um, and you know the word control is probably too strong, but when you can observe it and then when you can choose how you're going to react to it, at that very moment you really literally do transcend your ego And you can then start thinking at a higher plane, which gets to the fifth point, Julie?
1: Okay, so the higher plane and the fifth point is realize that it's going to take practice. Relaxing your mind actually takes repeated effort. However, people who discipline themselves in this regard will know that the peace that passes all understanding, as St. Paul put it. Observing your fear is the dissolution of fear. It is that simple. So we encourage you to practice it over and over and see for yourself what happens. I see this, Tim, amongst our most, I don't know if I want to say well-adjusted, but most versatile, most conscious, most...
0: I like well-adjusted. Presi-
1: <laughs>
0: Well-behaved.
1: Well-behaved, because it does take <laughs> effort, after all. Yeah. But our agents that have worked on this, our coaching clients that have really been conscious of this, they have more success with their clients, with dealing with other agents, they tend to have more of a calm about them. They don't come unglued as some of the other agents do. And I think of them really as leaders in their marketplace for being that way.
0: So Julie, I have a question. Sure. Would Colette mind if we used her as an example? I'm guessing no. not.
1: No, I okay. don't
0: think so. So you have had Colette McDonald, who's <laughs> the number one RE-MAX agent, as a personal coaching client you know, in Atlanta for a long time. Right. Right, and her business is, you know, you guys have really obviously, she's doing phenomenally well.
1: Yes, we've uh, gone from 8 million to 35 million in volume in about three years, and her goal next year is 50 million. Right. So, yeah, she's doing good. Well,
0: so what you guys, coaching clients, uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, <laughs> what you coaching clients don't know is Julie and I's offices are obviously very close, where we coach is very close, and we'll often listen in on each other's coaching calls. And I always enjoyed listening in on um, Colette's coaching calls with Julie. I mean, call it A, fun. She's just hilarious. She's smart. Yeah. She's just, she's awesome, you know? We love her. So um, we've helped her build her team. We've helped find some of her staff. I mean, this is, you know, we you know, she's she's a great gal. So for the first, what, July, year, mm-hmm. you were having calls where you were essentially talking her off the bell tower of wanting to <laughs> um, sniper at her, you know, yeah, yeah her, her, the people that were making her teeth itch. I mean, right. so, so that, she didn't realize she was caught in this paradigm of psychological ego-based fear that was causing her to manifest, um, you know, bad behaviors that weren't resulting in closed transactions. As soon as she was able to put that in her rearview mirror and at least come to terms with understanding and seeing it and feeling it when it was manifesting inside of her, that's when her business took off, almost simultaneous,
1: right? Very true. And it's also when we started to feel some of the stress melt away from her transactions.
0: Well, she started making more money. She started saving more money. That always helps. Yeah. Well, but it's all part and parcel, though. It's all related.
1: Yeah. Well, because one of the things that manifests from having that more ego-based approach where we flare up and we react and we take things personally in real estate, because it's easy to do. It's stressful enough, and then you have some other agent barking at you. One of the things that happens is it affects everything. So, for example, she wasn't calling people back with the urgency that she does now. Because it was a combination of you know, maybe she said she didn't want to bug them, but really it was because she didn't want to be bugged. But when we put it in the context of being of service to that person who's asking for your help right now and we reconstruct that philosophy, of course she ends up making more money. She's taking care of people at a higher level. It just makes sense.
0: Yeah. So yeah,
1: she's a good example of that for sure.
0: Well, so one of the founding principles of our coaching program is the fact that we're of service to you guys and that the highest and best you know, really the truest purposes of all of us on this planet is being of service uh, to each other. Now that does not mean that we are supposed to sacrifice profit and uh, and run nonprofit businesses, actually quite the opposite. So the style of coaching and the way we think and the way we help our coaching clients to think is that when you're of service to other people, when you're truly providing a high level of service to somebody else, and you can have it in the form of selling them a product or, you know, performing real estate service or a coaching call, for God's sake, and you do it at a high level with enough people, you know, for enough people, there really are no limits on what you can experience in life, what you can buy in life, you know, the lifestyle that you can have. And one of the ways, one of the number one things that if you really want to take your, have your business go to the next level is you got to identify, at least start to recognize how your ego is holding yourself back from, from success. The traditional way of thinking of ego is, oh, that person is dry, you know, walking around you know, with their nose up in the air. They just have a big ego. Well, there's that sort of manifestation, the sort of, I think, what we call a popular you know, way of seeing ego. But really what the ego is, and again, this is a, hopefully this will be a, um, a path that some of you will pursue independently, but your ego really at the end of the day doesn't want you to change. Your ego wants you to stay the same. Your ego wants you to feel fear. Your ego wants you not to learn that listing presentation. Your ego wants you not to use that pre-listing pack that we give you. Your ego wants you to absolutely positively never call for sale by owner, or as we like to call them, unrepresented sellers. Your ego doesn't want you to create your business plan. Your ego sure as hell doesn't want you reading Think and Grow Rich. Your ego doesn't want you doing all the very things that your conscious mind, when you're having a nice conversation with somebody else, that you know you have to do in order to, you know, buy that new Jaguar or pay your house off. You see, all these things will happen when you recognize the fact that the thing that's holding you back, the very thing that's holding you back, the thing that's giving you anxiety, the thing that's making you paranoid, the thing that's making you, you know, basically stay in your box your whole life. And and, and you know, it's oh my gosh, what if I decide I want to become a top producer and I want to, you know, live half the year in Paris or whatever and what if I don't make it? Then I have to essentially live in this light of ridicule for having not accomplished my goal. See, these are ego thoughts, you see? You know, what happens if I go on that listing presentation, and the seller throws me out by my ear? Those are ego thoughts. Those things don't really happen. That's that whole fight and flight thing. That's that whole overreaction thing. That is the very psychological fear that is at the root, again, of you guys not moving forward with your businesses, not moving forward with improving certain aspects of your life. Um, hopefully, in these last two radio shows, we've helped you to understand that this is absolutely something that you can, uh, just by listening to our radio show, step by step, we've given you great detail and techniques on how to do it. You know, listen to the last one, listen to this one, obviously listen to hundreds of others that we've done. Now, on this particular topic, we talk about just about everything, as you guys know. So. But when you actually drill down on this, now here's another funny thought. How many of you are listening right now and you're only half listening or 10% listening and you're, oh, I've heard this before. Oh, this isn't for me. Oh, Tim and Julie, they're, I don't know what they are. I just don't, it doesn't quite click with me. Oh, that's not my learning style. Oh, blah, 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 blah. That's your ego because your ego doesn't want you to listen. Your ego doesn't want you to change. Your ego doesn't, doesn't want to be proved wrong. Okay. So these are all, the like we talked about yesterday on the radio show, the inner skeptic thoughts, the this isn't for me thoughts, the I've heard this before thoughts, okay? That's your ego protecting itself. So all of that stuff is going to have to at least be set aside just temporarily for you to actually transcend these psychological ego-based uh, fears. So, Julie, anything else you'd like to share with all of our listeners? Well,
1: I remember, I wish I could remember who originally said this, but there's a great quote. That's hold on, those.
0: hold on. If it's a great quote, I'm going to take credit for it. Go ahead. Okay,
1: it might have been you. It wasn't, um, but probably. It says, when you pray, move your feet.
0: Yeah, that wasn't me, but Which yes, means, it was me.
1: It was you. It could have been. <laughs> no. Okay, but, but the point is that, okay, we've given this a lot of great thought. Now we recognize it, and we know we've got to implement something. So many of you guys will say, well, this is something I've got to work on. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to pray on that. I'm going to work on that. Don't forget to move your feet. That's right. Implement the thought. Take action. Take a breath before you react next time. Sometimes it's that simple. That's a good place to start. Then I remember Tim, one of our mentors, said, "When you get, you know, we all get crazy voicemail in this business. Don't just call them right back. Don't react to it. And if it's a voice-to-voice immediate thing and somebody is unglued, whether that's a past client, a prospect, another agent, you know, whoever, even your own family, just say, you know, I have another call coming up in a couple of minutes. Let's talk about this in a half an hour." and let the other person take a breath, too.
0: Well, you know, that's funny, Julie, because what happens is when you become adept at recognizing your ego-based uh, fears flaring up, you will see them in other people, and then you not only become an observer of your own ego, but then you can start seeing other people's egos. You an interesting you can, thing that happens. It like is. It's, I mean, honestly, it's... Um, then you can then decide whether or not you want to, you know, the whole how thing how you want is, to handle it. Exactly. So the, anyway, we can, Julie and I have, we can talk about this for days and days and days. If there's anything we can do for you, um, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com um, or get ahead of our price increases that are coming very soon on our coaching programs. And just go to timandjulieharris.com and, you know, check us out. And remember, from today's notes, uh, or you can also find them on Real Estate Coaching Radio, Uh, download the free copy of Think and Grow Rich and your business plan, all right? So on behalf of Julie and myself and all of our coaches, have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com.